The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. When we first spoke to the Gerns family, why is it so important to you to have an inquest? It's closure, you know, it's some answers anyway, you know, other answers that you have been asking in your head or, you know, it's the last thing you think of at night, you know, and, you know, if you just had the inquest, it's a closure to, to myself, my family, my mother, my sister, his two kids, his partner, and it's just part of the grieving process, really, PJ, isn't it? Yeah, we understand that he took his own life, but there's more to that 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 you want to know, and it won't be able to come out until there is an inquest. Tell me a bit about him. What was he like? Yeah, he was always joking and pranking. He was a talented footballer, loving father. His two kids, Sting and Sophia, and he he was always joking. He just went down the wrong path, you know. And he just ended up. It ended up this way, really. How were the family dealing with this? Um, my mom goes to the grave every day. It's tough, just take day by day. Were you close to yourselves as brothers? Yeah, I'm very close, yeah. He was he was always trying to win one over on me and joking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Was he older or younger than you? He was older, he was the eldest. He was 29 when he died. That's uh, uh, Evan Gerns talking to me about his brother, Andrew Gerns, who died in Cork Prison in 2020. He was from Model Farm Road. And um, Evan, we've talked before about the, the delay in getting an inquest. And then you got an inquest and then it was delayed again. And you still haven't had it done and dusted properly. Morning. Morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Um, I don't think when you spoke to me in September of 2021 you'd still be waiting for an inquest, to, a proper inquest, to finish in November of 2022? No, I, I didn't think it would go on this long. Um, it's a struggle for everyone. I'm not the only one. Um, there's been reports done that it's, it, the inquest is not uh, fit for purpose. It was done in 2000, it was done again in 2007. Like The reports are done now. It's time for the action yeah. for it to be changed. Uh, it's, it's just not fit for purpose. Yeah. During COVID, the coroner's court was tied up for months on end, and that led to huge delays. Now, you went into court in September. Tell me what happened then. Um, there was a inaccurate CCTV. Um, basically, the CCTV wasn't presented um, to the coroner uh, 72 hours before Andrew's death. Was All of it, all the CCTV footage was not presented to the coroner's court. Um and for my for our legal representative uh, to view to view um this CCTV wasn't available um but on the other hand um uh, members on Galaxy Khan had this 72 hours and stood up and said we have it and, and he basically he uh, adjourned it saying why why did the guard have it and the coroner's court did not have it yes the coroner mr common he adjourned the inquest if i'm correct back in early september because there is 72 hours of video in existence but all that was brought before the court was was a shorter version and the guards had seen everything and the coroner felt that he and the court should have a right to see everything i think you and i spoke at the time and and that was perfectly natural they should be able to see everything correct yeah, just, just for for everyone's peace of mind, you know, was everything done correct? Um, you know, did, did the medical staff go to him? You know, and was it, and it like I have the transcripts of CCTV of car prison, but I went to know uh, do the transcripts? Um, do they do they add up? You know, to what viewing a CCTV is? You know. Yes. Yes. Now you reckon that should be ready 
to have everything and the legal team will be ready to go back into court very, very soon. But you yeah, have to join right. the queue again. You have to join, wait for a date again, wait till the court is available. It's just scandalous. Like, we've, it's, we just want, it'd be nice to get it done before Christmas and just just get on with it, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait for a date. He said he did say the new, it would be the new year. And I, I, I knew this when he said that to me. Um, um, this was the coroner he, said it, was it, Evan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he just said that. Um, it, look, it will be the new year before this is, and I accept that because I wanted I wanted the inquest to be done properly, and no no stone left unturned with this, you know. Yes, yes. Talk to me about the the rest of the family, Evan, and and you said this to me before, and let's talk about it a little bit again. You feel that you can't properly mourn. Andrew, no, until no. until you get to the end of this inquest, talk about it for a while. Yeah, I won't have mourned the last one properly till it's over and done with. Till I know that he got the proper care, that he got the proper mental health treatment in Park Prison, or whether he did or he did not. We just have to wait and see the outcome. Um, I know there's a, the inspectors of prison report is with the director general at the moment, and that will be due um, very shortly, and we. I'll welcome that report when it comes. Um, I think it'd be a great benefit to the coroner as well. Will that be admissible to the coroner as well? Uh, if it's out in time, yes. Yes, yes, yes. As we know from an inquest, an inquest isn't about blame. An inquest isn't about no. responsibility. An inquest is about facts. And isn't that where the thing was, Evan, that without the 72 hours of footage to watch, make notes upon, watch bits of it again in case you wanted to check things out, you couldn't have the full facts. And that's why you went no. looking for it, isn't that right? Yeah, that, that's you, like, how could you sleep at night thinking that there was CCTV missing? You'd be asking yourself, why was the CCTV missing? Why didn't they give over the proper CCTV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a problem up and down the country as well. There, there's a real oh, shortage. I'm not, I'm, not the only, I'm, I'm not the only family in this. I know this. Um, there's just the reports, the reviews were done, like, it's 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 not it's not fit for purpose. The coroner's court in Ireland is not fit for purpose. There's been people up and down the country calling for a reform on the coroner's court. It did, it, the reviews have been done. There was a review done in 2000. There was a review done in 2007, and there was, it was in the Arachis in two, in last year in 21. Um, like we know that it's not. I think just act on it now, like and get it properly done. Mm. You know, it's it's or get a you know get a proper building in a in each district in in Ireland and yeah and give give them the resources that the coroner's court need. You know, it, like they put through resources at everything else at COVID. Why don't they throw a bit extra resources for? Say six months to get through the backlog and whatever. You know. Yeah, the court in Cork again. Most people never know where the coroner's court is until, unfortunately, is they have none. to go in it. There is none. There is none. There used to be no. It used to be Court Seven in in Washington Street. Did they? And that got closed during COVID. Have they ever gone back to it? Uh, we were in Court Two the last time, now, but I think it's because the court was closed for. I think it was uh, summer recess or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There were. There was. There was a courtroom that was always used by the coroner, but that's not exactly. A full-time coroner's court. That, you know, isn't it funny? Well, not even funny, isn't it strange, Evan? That when, when you start to take an interest in something from a personal 
I mean, this is not a conversation you ever wanted to be having on the radio. No, never. I just want, I just want no one to go through it again. You know, yes. and and you've you learned know? that more and more families up and down the country are in the same yeah. position that you're in. It's like it's not like, like the jury selection and everything in in the corner court is, is not fit for purpose. It, it's the jury selection is the corner gets to pick the jury. Like it's not come from the electric the electorate. You know, it's it's just not fit for purpose. Yeah. Everything about it, you know. So it's yeah, just the coroner is working within the remit of legislation that is old, very, very yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, and it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault. It's just the the system that was designed, and it, now it's time. It's not time for reviewing anymore. It's time for the action. It's time for politicians to step in. It's time for the manager custody to allocate more money to allocate more resources just to get the backlog true yes what what he has yes because what's what's frightened what what's worrying you and your family and it's coming into another christmas is yeah. that you won't you 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 your next date could be after january could be springtime could be summertime yeah yeah, yeah it could be it could be next september you know we never we don't know you don't know and that's not good enough no, it's not good enough. And there's no communication, no nothing. You know, it's it's just it's just not good enough. And and this isn't about it not being good enough for for Evan and the rest of the family. Your 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 view is it's not good enough for Andrew and Andrew's memory. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's, no, it's not. And it's not good for other families either. You know, they must. There's other families going through this. I know I'm not the only family going through this up and down the country. Yeah, yeah, but the government are aware of it. I'm like I wrote all. I wrote to Minister. McIntyre, just generate just a general email back. You know, this is it's up to the local authority and blah blah blah. And, yes. You know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, the, 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 the coroner is funded by the local authority and there was a good breakdown given at the council meeting. Evan, hold on there for me for, for a while. There, there was a good breakdown given at the council meeting recently uh, to independent councillor uh, Thomas Maloney, uh, who joins me briefly. Tom, morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. The numbers here, like the, the coroner himself or herself, the salary isn't enormous. It's 44,000. Um, but many of them have another job. Some of them are doctors as well and lawyers and things like that. So it's it's just a little stipend of 44,000. It's, it's but they're also entitled to a sum or fee for every death that's notified to them. So in 2021, am I reading this right? 287,000 was spent by the council on the coroner's office. That's correct, PJ, when it breaks down into the three different headings and the number of deaths that were investigated or that were referred to the coroner. Um, in 2001, there was 1,337 deaths uh, reported to the coroner. In 2022, there was an expectation of 1,390. And I can go back over the years. I have the, actually the numbers over the years in relation to the different responding number of deaths that the coroner responds to. 
Yes. I suppose out of that, the, the coroner would be calling um, different uh, proceedings to place. And I was listening to Evan there a while ago, and look, just to say off the bat, my condolences to Evan yes, and his family. I know him personally, and I and I know the family personally. Yes. Um, and he's dead right. He's making this argument not just in relation to their family, but for every family out there. And I think we would all agree with that, uh, PJ. Yes. Um, you go through the numbers briefly. Yeah. I have them in front of me here. So as I said, the salary isn't enormous—forty-four uh, thousand—but you know, it's it's an additional work really for a coroner. But if a death didn't need a post-mortem, it's give it as near as damn it, 130 euro per Correct. case reported. If the death needed a post-mortem, it's 190 euro per case reported. If it goes to an inquest in or around 525, which basically means <clears throat> for every inquest that's held on a sitting day, the coroner's office is paid 525 euro. They all add okay. up. And then the coroner is entitled to one member of staff, which is paid for from their own resources. So coming out of those fees, and then right. the council pays for two other staff. So the entire staff of the coroner's service in Cork is four people, including the coroner, his or herself. Which isn't sufficient. And in fairness to the coroner, himself he has raised this yes. and he has requested an additional two staff two staff um, the council at uh, present are in discussions with the coroner in relation to where these two staff will come from and how they may be financed um, so that those discussions are currently ongoing but the coroner is raising that this is an immediate um, issue that he needs to have resolved as quickly as possible to try and get through the backlog of cases that he has. So he has, he, and I, I, I'm not too sure if Mr. Cummin has another job, but he has three staff. Right. And, and himself, obviously, and the time he has to put into it. He only has three staff. He's told the council, I need five staff. Right. Where are those discussions, do you know? I know you were putting questions before the... the, the, the um, well, in fairness to the Lord Mayor, um, she, she has uh, organised meetings between the, the coroner and some of city council officials, and those discussions are ongoing at the moment, and there's a business plan being put together in relation to it. Uh, however, I, I, I will say that uh, the coroner himself has said cases should take nine months to a year, no longer. No longer. Um, and you can see that there is there is a huge backlog here and they're taking much longer in relation to this. Now, both the coroner and Cork City Council are in agreement that it's the Department of Justice should actually be funding the coroner's court, but the Department of Justice are refusing to do this. Yes, that's the other thing. I remember my time doing the courts Tom, and if I attended one inquest, I attended uh, 101, if not more. And the one thing I remember was even, and let's use the word with, with great care, even a straightforward inquest went into the same waiting list as one that was going to be complex. And, and, and that was because of a shortage of staff. Which, which is really unfortunate um, because you would say... Again, no using your words, PJ, and I would agree with you, we need to be careful. A straightforward inquest. You, you would expect and presume that they would be dealt with quickly. You would um, give families closure, and the more complex cases then would be allowed 
to spend more time on yes. them, really. Something, you know? something I found distressing to report on, so I can't imagine what it must be like to sit through it, was you'd have, you'd have an inquest list and a number of, again, with great care, straightforward inquests in the same list as something that was going to be much more complex on the same day. And people stuck in the same space. For in, hours on In the same end. environment, correct, correct. Yeah. And looking at the devastation and reliving yeah. that devastation yeah. that yes. they had to live with. And if it wasn't it, for an old guard called Tim who looked after everybody so, so well, it would have been so much harder for them. I think he's retired now, but I do remember him at the time. Yeah. So, the, the discussions are ongoing anyway. Tom, thanks. Evan, um, what's Christmas going to be like with this hanging over you as a family, lastly? Um, just thinking about it all the time now and we just have to get on with the PJ, you know, try not to dwell on it too much. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. I've met you in your workplace. Um, you, you get on with things. It, it's it's a hard enough thing to do though, isn't it, when this is hanging over the family? Yeah, it is. You know, I think about it all the time. How is everybody? Uh, they're doing well, you know, they're doing well. As well as can be expected, I suppose. Yeah. 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 You know, here's hopefully that hopefully someday soon or hopefully the next time that we talk, Evan, will be when the inquest is either about to be held or, or has been held and come to its and come to its conclusion and we'll and we'll talk then. Evan Gurns, thank you. And independent councillor Tom Maloney, thank you too. Situation with the coroner's court, insane waiting list. The coroner himself looking for two more staff. Um to go through it again. Mr. Cummins is paid a stipend, as they call it, of 44000 Then there are fees per case, uh, a death that doesn't need a post-mortem, a death that needs a post-mortem, and a death that goes to inquest. All different fees for those. Other costs then uh, involve more costs, pathology, histology, and undertakers, and council pays about seven hundred grand a year towards that. So the whole lot is costing in or around a million a year to the city council. In or around a million a year to the city council. Uh, those figures were brought up at the meeting recently. But as a result of the delays, you have another family waiting now to try and get it done. Courts 96 FM.